Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Stop Stalling Podcast, episode 12. My good buddy, Curtis Fletcher. How you doing, Kurt? Hey, Timmy. Doing good. How are you? It's good to see you, man. Me too. We've got a week coming up together uh, in about 10 days. We're going to be yeah. at Hyenas in Fort Worth, Texas, one of the better rooms in the entire country, in my opinion. Yeah, I love it. Yeah, looking forward to that. Even though I did have that one show there where that guy, remember that old guy that came up to me and he's like, you are too racially charged. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. Uh, I, I already said it, dude. We've been talking for 36 seconds. I already said the F word. Oh, it's, man. Like, it, it's like a disease. It's tough, man. I, uh, but, sorry, yeah. go ahead. No, I'm, I'm going to try not to say it, but I know it'll it'll slip out at least once. It'll slip out, Kurt. You're a sinner. It only slips out. Um, <laughs> I see what you did there. <laughs> Dirty. Filthy. I remember that guy, though. Yeah, he was... He was pretty upset yeah but normally that room is great and people know that that things are jokes and uh and you know that wasn't even it wasn't it wasn't even my fault i wasn't being racially charged i came out and i said hello to like a black guy and his girlfriend got all i didn't say anything rude or you know racist obviously and then and then his girlfriend his girlfriend is like you shouldn't have picked on the biggest blackest guy in the room and i'm like well i didn't you dumb B word. Um, <laughs> but I can't stand people like that. And then she kind of ruined the whole show. Like she was just, ugh. and then that yeah. guy gets all mad. And I'm like, you gotta be mad at her, not me, you jackass. And by the time you get on stage, like those people have a couple drinks in them too. And, you know, they tend to say more dumb shit. Yeah. Shit's okay to say, right? Well, let's, let's not, let's not go abusing the word, Curtis. <laughs> uh the stop stalling podcast had our first troll and i tried to troll him back and he didn't respond to me at least not yet but yeah well uh he probably uh, has I trouble wish could, i wish you could screenshot what he said he probably has trouble logging on to the internet so maybe I, yeah he probably has his kid do it or something <laughs> daryl jr get in here i believe his name is daryl whitmer and he's a penn state fan and of course he is i don't believe uh you know I've said this a million times, but I don't, I'm not a team fan. I'm a wrestling fan and I do like people on Iowa. I like certain people on Penn state. Um, I like certain people throughout the country, you know, so I don't subscribe to a certain team. So I'm sure that we said something about Penn state that I didn't like. Most of it was flattering. They won the duel. We predicted they would win the duel. We almost nailed the team score. We were both like within two points of nailing the score. We picked every weight class except for one a piece, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, and we didn't say anything negative. I was very complimentary about RBY. So I, I, I'm not going to go back and listen to the entire podcast just to see what may have pissed off Daryl. But, um, then I looked at his profile and he had like missing sleeves. He's one of those guys that like took the PSU tank t- or shirt and made it into a muscle shirt, even though he's like 70. So his muscles are gone. And, um, I'm sure he was strong in the forties or whatever, but <laughs> Does he have one of those old tattoos that you can't tell if it's a tattoo or a liver spot? Uh, I didn't look at it that closely, but um, I think his comment was "piss poor excuse for a podcast," and I'm like, "What were you? What were you hoping we would talk about? Just how great Penn State is, and how yeah, that's not going to happen on this podcast. Not, not from me, anyway. Not from, not from Kurt." Um, I mean, I, I do enjoy watching, you know, RBY obviously is one of the best in the country. He's fun to watch. I like him. Yeah. 
I think he was even more fun to watch when he was a freshman, when he was like, you know, he wasn't as good of a wrestler, like yeah. as far as winning every match, but man, he did some crazy shit. He'd be out there doing backflips and, yeah. and just, I mean, crazy stuff. I thought he might win NCAAs his true freshman year. He was so damn good. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I don't see how you can not like Kale Sanderson. Yeah. Uh, you know, and, and Cunningham seems like a good dude. I, I know, I have a friend who used to wrestle uh, Jake Varner, who said that he was about the dirtiest guy he'd ever wrestled. Um, like always fish hooking and doing like um, just some really dirty stuff. But I'm sure he's a good dude too. He's like best friends with Kale. Um, mm. Aside from you know my friend saying that he was dirty, um, and obviously great Olympic champion and world champion. I think he won worlds. Maybe maybe Jake never won worlds. I don't think him or. I know Kale never won Worlds, mm-hmm. but I also heard, and I would love to know why, but Kale didn't like going overseas, and I have no idea why. Uh, he probably has IBS or something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. That guy still looks like he could win the Olympics if he put his Let's mind Let's make that t-shirt. It. Kale Sanderson has IBS. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Daryl, if you're listening. Daryl wearing it with no sleeves. <laughs> Yeah. I'll make a sleeveless one just for Daryl. Just for Daryl. <laughs> <laughs> I doubt Daryl's listening to our podcast anymore since it's piss poor excuse for one. Yeah. But, um, if you are listening, Daryl, God bless you. God love you. You're a jackass. Um, so anyway, where should we start? Uh, you're a big Hawkeye fan, so you want to start with the Iowa-Minnesota duel? Yeah, we can do that. All right. That's um, pretty good. What'd you think of that? Yeah, duel? it wasn't too bad. Um, yeah, first match, Spencer Lee. You thought he was going to come out and tech the dude or pin him, and he didn't do that. Um, so of course, there's rumors that he's sick, or there's rumors that he's a human being. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Is that but, like? What? I mean, it was, it was a pretty boring match after the first period. I mean, there weren't many shots at all. I mean, McKee just kind of stood around and. I thought McKee would at least go for something, you know, but. uh... Yeah, I think maybe people are so, I don't know, I'm just, this is pure speculation, but I think maybe people are so like scared of Spencer that when he stands there and doesn't do shit, they're like, I'm cool with this. Yeah, 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 (laughs) yeah. Um, Which is good for him, but, uh, you know, when you say that there's rumors, was there messages on the, you go to like the Iowa message boards and all that where people talking. Yeah. People saying he's, he's probably sick or something. It's like, who knows? I don't know. Yeah. Well, I mean, I know that he's only gone into the third period a handful of times and his mm-hmm. upwards of, you know, he's wrestled around a hundred matches and I don't know how many times he's been in the third period, but not a lot. And, yeah. um, and if he has, there's only been, a handful of times that he um, was in a tough match, a close match in the third period. I mean, literally like six times in his entire career has the outcome been in, uh, you know, not decided going into the third period. Mm-hmm. You know, obviously in wrestling you can get pinned. But, but yeah, he definitely looked human. And if I'm somebody like, you know, we still aren't sure whether Pat Glory is going to be at 25 for NCAs or not. He didn't go 25 this past weekend, so I think he probably will. Yeah, I'm almost positive he will. I mean, I think Glory's really good, but I don't see him placing higher than 
fifth or sixth at 33, that's a pretty deep weight class. And, you know, if you're bouncing around or whatever, I just, I don't know. I think he's got a really good shot to make the finals. And like I've said before, if I'm Pat Glory and I'm watching that match with Spencer Lee, um, not to piss off Iowa fans and get another troll, but um, the guy looked human and he looks beatable. And if he doesn't get that turn in the first period, which he almost always does, it's three to one going in the third period and he's tired and anything can happen at that point. So I know that people get it in their head that someone's unbeatable. And I don't mean to always sound like I'm like uh, questioning Spencer Lee, because obviously he's phenomenal, but the guy is beatable. You know, if you can stay off your back, especially in that third period, first period, and maybe even going to the second period, zero, zero, and not pick down and only give him, you know, limited time on top and then take him into deep water in the third period, he can be beat. I mean, I know he was hurt his senior year of high school and that's going way back now, but that's how DeSanto beat him. And it looks to me like if anyone is going to beat him, that's how it would have to be. That's the blueprint for him. You're not going to, you know, I mean, he's obviously very explosive and can score on his feet. He's not just a top wrestler, um, but he can be turned. We've seen him get turned by Eric Barnett. Um, and he's been taken down by a few people. Penn State's third string guy. He got <laughs> and he got taken down by Ramos, and he got taken down. Did he get taken down against? No, Wyoming's he didn't get scared. Volk, I think. Okay, yeah. So a few guys have taken him down. He is take downable. Um, you know, and Pat Glory is somebody that really pushes the pace. I mean, that guy wrestled one twenty five not too long ago at a duel. And you know it's hard for him to make, and he never let off the gas once. So if I'm Spencer, that's the last guy I'm looking forward to wrestling if I don't get, you know, well, you know, we'll see. And I would never bet against Spencer Lee. Just I think that's stupid. Um, but I think that if anybody's going to do it, it's going to be him, and I, I really am looking forward to, to seeing it. You know, I, I know what it's like to be in that third period and be just gassed and someone needs a takedown to beat you and – I know that feeling and just listen this this hearing the clock in your head tick away as a you know just like please get me out of this <laughs> or like I used to try to wrestle on the out of bounds line because then if I started to get taken down I'll just scoot out of bounds and mm-hmm. you know I know what that shit's like um not at this level but um anyway what what do you think about all that shit Yeah I definitely think that if someone is going to beat him it would be Patrick Glory um, I just, I don't see anyone else that could, uh, could do it. I mean, I don't know. I haven't watched a ton of Patrick Glory matches this year. Um, you know, and I, I've seen him wrestle Spencer twice and Spencer whooped him pretty good, but yeah, uh, Glory's, Glory's gotten a lot better since then too. So we'll see, yeah. see what yeah. happens. And I think once you, you know, I think the, probably the first time you wrestle Spencer, it's probably super overwhelming. Just like, just like the first time Kyle Dake wrestled Jordan Burroughs and he came off the mat and he was like, I had no idea that guy was that strong. I wasn't expecting it. And, you know, Kyle Dake, that was after he'd won four. He was already one of the best college wrestlers of all time. And I think he's inching towards being one of the best U.S. wrestlers of all time. If not ever, when you consider, kind of getting off topic, but when you consider 
how many national titles that guy has won, not just in not just in folk style, but in freestyle. I mean, he beat Jaden Cox weighing 185 pounds, and you know Jaden was probably cutting from over 200 mm-hmm. to make to make 189. Um, I mean, some of the people he's beaten, dude. I mean, I would love to see a list of the people Kyle Dake has beaten. But when you factor all that shit in and how many times he's moved up and still won national and world titles. I mean, Kyle Dake is freaking great. But anyway, that's what that reminded me of, um, thinking about that. So I'm sure that, you know, it's been a while too, but Glory knows what it's like now. He knows what to expect. Um, But if I'm Pat McKee's coach, the first thing I say to that guy when he comes off the mat is, you can beat him. You know, you can Mm -hmm. stay off off your damn back in that first period, not let him get your wrist. You can beat him. I think Patrick, I think McKee was almost surprised that it was as close as it was. Um, and then by the time he started finally pulling the trigger in the third period, I feel like too, like he was just wrestling to not get majored. And I'm like, screw yeah. it, dude. You guys aren't going to win this duel. Yeah, and go I know, for it, man. And I know that, he, you know, maybe, maybe, maybe it's just all speculation, but um, Pat McKee is maybe thinking in his head, I'm going to be the first guy to not get majored. My, I'm, I might be the only guy this whole year that doesn't get majored. You know, like, does that even, do you even think about that when you're that good? Um, I don't know. But it seemed to me like he was wrestling that way. Like, I'm not going to win. That would be a weird mindset as, you know, he's like one of the top top five guys in the country of that weight class. Yeah. Like, I, don't, I don't know. Like, I never wrestled, but, like, would you do that? Like, if you're going up against the number one guy, like uh, – what, what's your mindset going in? Like you're trying to beat the dude or you're just like, just don't get pinned or teched. Well, I didn't wrestle at that level, but when I was a kid, I definitely, um, I definitely lost matches and was happy keeping it close with certain people because I, you know, at the level I wrestled at, I, I didn't get blown out or pinned or whatever. I was hard to score on. And there were people that I was like, I only lost two to nothing or I lost one to zero or whatever. Um, But that's probably why I didn't wrestle at that level. Um, But yeah, I I think that people are human and they, they do consider those things. Um, I mean, looking back, if I could redo my wrestling career, I'd be like, dude, who gives a shit if you lose two to one, if you lose seven to one and go for it, it's the same thing as losing two to one. Mm -hmm. Nobody, but you remembers that shit. Um, and there's a lot of things that I look back on that I'm like, dude, why were you scared to ever wrestle anybody? Like, it's just a wrestling match. They're not going to literally kill you. Like, it it's it sucks wrestling some people and losing sucks. But um, I don't know. There's just so many things I look back on. Like, what what were you so nervous about? Like, it's just it's just wrestling. There's only so much they can do to you. There's a referee. They're not going to, you know, even mm-hmm. if it's like, even if you're loud and swaying wrestling, shoot, you know, like, Oh, be careful loud. And it's like, careful of what he's not going to, you know, they're going to stop him before he takes your head off. Literally. Yeah. So, it, you know, whatever. But anyway, we spent a lot of time uh, on that, but uh, yeah, I, it's weird when someone's as good as Spencer and they win seven to one, you're like, eh, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> It'd be great to be that freaking good. Uh, what else about that duel stood out to you, Curtis? Um, let's see. Uh, Kobe Seabrecht beat Brayton Lee. Uh, uh, that was a that was a good match for Seabrecht, I thought. Yeah. Um, 
even though Lee was ranked below him, um, he's had a pretty rough year, but uh, it was nice to see Seabrook get that win. Um, I was kind of nervous about his schedule, you know, because he had Lee and he's got Luan coming up and Gefeller. So, you know, um, I was thinking maybe he could lose four in a row, but he won that one. So that was cool. Um, let's see. Trying to think. Kennedy looked good. I thought his offense was really good. Um, he's taking on Carlson, who's the backup, but he, he still, still looked good. Carl, Carlson's tough, though. He is. He really is. Yeah. And Kennedy's wrestled him before and only beat him seven to five. So he widened the gap on that. So I thought that was good. Who's their normal starter? Andrew Sparks? Yeah. Sparks, the gingerhead kid. Yeah. I don't feel like there's a lot of difference between. I feel like they could send out Carlson or Sparks and have pretty much the same result. Yeah. Mm hmm. I feel the same way. Um, I was disappointed that Brands didn't wrestle. I would have liked to see him versus O'Reilly. But yeah. uh, the kid they threw out there, I thought, did a – Aiden Riggins did really well Yeah, against O'Reilly. Uh, didn't beat him, but – Pretty good was, recruit, Aiden Riggins, right? Yeah, he was like number 36 in the country. And he's got some wins over some pretty big guys in high school. So okay. um, I think he'll have a decent career. I don't know how, how many years he'll start, but – He'll be all right once – I mean, he wasn't wrestling at his normal weight class either. I mean, he came in at 157 this year, and then he's been wrestling 165 and then had to wrestle at 174. Okay. Um. So he was undersized for sure. And then uh, the Mirren Blockus match was good. That was um, a good match. Yeah, it was a really good match. Max usually shuts him out, but uh, Blockus was able to take him down and – um, I don't know. It was a fun one. Glad Max pulled it off. What I liked about Mirren in that match, though, is I never felt like he was going to lose. Yeah, I didn't either. Uh, probably knowing that he's like three and zero against him probably made me feel better about it. And I know yeah. I know Mirren's better than him. So, um, but Blockus has looked good this year. He's he's got a couple of losses. Like to, there's a couple matches. Yeah, yeah. there was a couple times he didn't look very good, but yeah, yeah. overall, overall. And then um, Salazar beat up uh, back up again. I like that Drake Rhodes though, guy. Uh, he uh, he wrestled up again at 184, and he got majored, but could have been worse. Yeah, he didn't give up. I like the way he wrestles, even though he gives up a lot of points. Um, and then Warner, that was uh Pretty disappointing. <laughs> Dude, is he going to place this year? Ah, man. I don't know if he is. Uh, if he continues to wrestle like this, there's no way he's going to place. No. Uh, it's so funny listening to Mark Iron Ironside during a Jacob Warner match. Oh, I bet. <laughs> if he took a shot every time he said, come on, Warner, he'd, he'd be an alcoholic for sure. <laughs> <laughs> but he was, he was, yeah, he was pretty disappointed. Uh, during that, I mean, a lot of Iowa fans were, but uh, man, just got to wrestle till the end, dude. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there was what, like, you know, and not taking anything away from uh, who beat him, um, Foy, Michael Foy. Michael Foy is good. His dad was like a, a Greco phenom. Yeah. Made two or three world teams in the Olympics and shit. He was great. Um, and I, he's definitely better than he was even last year, mm -hmm. Michael Foy. But, but. Uh, Warner should not be losing to him, and yeah, and you're right, man. There was like 
one second left and he just like you know jesus warner push him out of bounds go out of bounds do yourself some, yeah circle in do something i mean you don't quit with one second left mm-hmm. which is kind of look what he looked like he did he was just kind of lollygagging to quote uh um what's that coach's name from major league you lollygag in the infield. You <laughs> lollygag. You know what that makes you? Lollygaggers. Was that from Major League? I don't remember that. I think it was Major League. I don't know yeah. if it was. Coach Brown. Coach Lou Brown. Brown. Lou Brown. Yeah. Lou Brown. Yeah, he's a lollygaggers because that other guy um, that had his own show. God, we're getting off topic. Um, but the other guy, he goes, he goes, what's that make him? And he goes, lollygaggers. Oh, and he goes, lollygaggers. Was that in the second one? I don't remember it in the first one. No, dude, I'm almost positive. Remember, he throws the bats into the showers and shit. You don't remember that? I don't. I guess I don't. Well, you're disgraceful. Well, um, going back to uh, so yeah, we talked about Mirren. Uh, Real Woods looked good. Um, who we're gonna talk about? Uh, I did want to see Bailey O'Reilly and and Brands. I thought that would have been great, but I know yeah. Brands is, Brands has been dinged up. Um, and then, yeah, Warner, we talked about it. So that pretty much covers the, the best of that, that duel. I wish Cassiope would have wrestled instead of their backup, but that too. I heard, I heard Cassiope was sick, so. Oh yeah. Yeah. Well, maybe he try. Never, he never, he never misses a match, it seems, so. Yeah. Well, he defaulted out of the Big Ten finals last year. Dis- well, he got hurt, a, yeah. That was disappointing as hell. Did he get hurt, Kurt? Yeah, yeah, I guess he did. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> I, I like, I like. I don't Cassie. think he would have placed seventh at NCAs if he wasn't hurt. Yeah, you're probably right. Uh, and I like Cassiope, so don't go trolling me, Cassiope lovers. Take it easy. Um, Got a big family. <laughs> yeah, fucking yeah. I think I just said the F word again. I said Ucken. It's kind of different. Ah, uh, that's yeah. That's not the same. That doesn't have the F in it. Um, and then you want to talk a little bit about the Penn State duel versus uh, Indiana? That had that had its moments. I don't even think I watched any of that. Well, come on, Kurt. Um, well, it was pretty good. Um, I did see the the clip of the end of the, or I saw a part of the third period of the Starachi and Washington match. Yeah, before we talk about that, is is Penn State ever going to get a one twenty five pounder? Um, I mean, Robbie Howard's there right now. He's just been hurt. Um, I don't know if he's going to be 125 next year if he bumps up to 133. But they've got a recruit coming in next year that's pretty solid who could go 25 or 33. And he's ranked like, I don't know, he's a top 30 guy, top 25. Okay. Well, yeah, the last guy they had at NCAs that did anything for him was Nico Megalutis. Yeah, um, Nick Suriano probably would have won it his freshman year since since uh, Gilman got beat mm-hmm. in the semis, and then um, the guy that beat him, um, I always forget his name. Cruz. Yeah, Cruz. Um, great wrestler, but uh, Suriano always beat him, mm-hmm. so Suriano probably would have won it his true freshman year. Yeah, yeah. I think people forget how freaking good Suriano is. He's doing mm-hmm. pretty well in freestyle too. So. That'll be interesting, but yeah, you know, I would imagine that it's gonna that drought has got to end pretty soon. They've got to get themselves a a good twenty five pounder. 
And, and, and I guess their upper weights are almost always better because if you think about it, they get to wrestle. I mean, think about the upper weight guys they've got in that room, you know, oh, yeah. the middleweights have got some studs too, but then, you know, not just Kale and, and Jake Varner and, um, and Snyder Snyder. I mean, Jesus Christ, those three guys are, you know, <laughs> phenomenal. Um, so their upper weights are always going to be pretty good. And Kale looks like he'll be able to wrestle for another 10 years. Um, so their upper weights are always good. Um, but yeah, they're, they're, uh, man, they're, they're probably definitely going to win it this year. I'm sorry to break it to you, Kurt. Yeah. I've already, uh, you know, let that set in Tim. Yeah. <laughs> Um, and yeah, I think we should probably just go ahead and fast forward the rest of the duel all the way to Starachi. Um, sorry, Penn State fans. I, I think your boy tried to hurt DJ Washington. It looked to me he had him in like a chicken wing and he was raising up on it. And there's no reason to raise up on a guy with a chicken wing unless you're trying to hurt him. I saw him do it once towards the out of bound lines, um, towards the Penn State fan or Penn State wrestlers and he just raised up on it pretty hard and then i saw him do it at the very end he was doing it again and that's when dj got up all pissed off and you know i think he got majored yeah so, it was 11 3 i think yeah so he, he he gives up the major and i think dj washington's a great wrestler but he definitely struggles in the third period um and starachi does not i mean starachi's great he's mm-hmm. a phenomenal wrestler but Trying to hurt a guy, and maybe I'm wrong. I've been wrong before. But that's bullshit, dude. You know? And he said some things on Twitter. He called him boy and all this disrespectful shit. You know, God forgives, but I don't. And, you know, the guy's ranked 17th. You're number one. Mm-hmm. Just act like it. You know? Go out yeah. there. Kick his ass because you've gotten so much better than him. And walk off the mat. But it's a different time. It's a different era. But I don't like that shit, man. You know, um, I've never been the biggest Starachi fan just because he's so cocky and the way he, the only, Makai Lewis is the only guy I've ever heard him say anything positive about after he wrestles him. Everyone else, he's like, he wasn't that good. And, you know, yeah, basically talking shit on Dake and Burroughs and these guys are all timers, you know, like if you think you can beat them, fine, say that, but don't be like, I don't know. He's just said some things that I'm like, dude. I get it. You're a competitor and you're great. And I couldn't score a point on you to save my life, but whatever, dude, go ahead. Lay it out there, Kurt. What do you think about all that? Oh yeah. I'm not a fan. Uh, yeah. I, uh, he said something, I think it was after the big 10 tournament that just, uh, I can't remember who he's, he was talking crap about Michigan maybe or something. And that just yeah. kind of turned me off to him. And then, yeah, all the stuff this year and everything, just, I don't know. He is a great wrestler, but, yeah, I'm not going to root for him. I'll yeah. always root for Makai Lewis over him and Labriola, even though I'm not a big fan of Labriola either. But uh. <laughs> Did he get hurt this weekend? Speaking of Labriola, I oh, think he... Oh, yeah, he did against uh, Ruth, right? Yeah. That was a hell of a match. Did you see it that was, one? It was, yeah. I'm a, yeah. I'm a, big, I'm a big Edmund Ruth fan. I am too, yeah. I like him. Um, I think I said this on the last podcast. I like his brother a lot. Met him, mm-hmm. super nice. And just freaking great, man. That guy got to legs so easy. 
Um, and it ain't easy, but so yeah, I'm a big Edmund Ruth fan. I was really pulling for him to beat Labriola just because, uh, it was so unexpected, you know, not unexpected, but yeah, Labriola's, you know, one of the top guys and, uh, and I thought he was going to pull it out. And, and, uh, so he went from winning 20 in a row to losing two in a row. Um, mm. but that's just, that's just college wrestling for you, man. Yeah. Did you happen to see, uh, sorry, uh, I don't think we're going to talk about this one, but you see Cam Caffey's match with Zach Bronigal? No, I did not. Oh, that was good. That was really good. Especially the last, like, 20 to 30 seconds. Pretty awesome. Cam is always, almost always in good matches, man. Yeah. He, gave, he just gave Max Dean a good match, and I feel like I've said this five or six times, but I wish he would have stayed at 84. I think Cam mm-hmm. Caffey could have been a... I mean, he gave, uh, didn't he give Brooks all he could handle? Um, I don't remember I him like... wrestling. I know he, he beat Dean last year, didn't he? He beat Dean last year. Yeah, he did beat Dean last year. But I like Kim Caffey. God, that guy is freaking hard to score on, dude. Dude, he's got the best hair in college wrestling, too. Yeah. By far. Yeah, he sure does. Him and Karchula. Yeah. <laughs> Karchula, I like Karchula, but man, the guy yeah. needs a he needs a haircut. Biff needs yeah. a haircut, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I guess his dad was like a Soviet Union guy and was That's just what a they freaking, said, yeah, yeah, it was just a freaking badass. I heard that the other day, and then I heard it last night when I was watching that duel. Oh, okay. um, yeah, I'll have to go watch that Cam Caffey match. It's really yeah, it's hard with it. It's really sorry to interrupt you. It's really hard with a four year old to watch everything you want to watch. Yeah. Um. But yeah, if you can't watch the whole match, at least fast forward to the third period. It's good. Okay. Yeah, I like Cam Caffey. I hope he can All American this year because I don't think he ever has, right? Uh, I don't think so. Uh-uh. Is this his last year? Yeah. Yeah. He's good though, man. Uh, yeah. yeah, it was, yeah. It was a couple years ago, I can't remember who it was, but he almost won Big Tens. He was right there. I feel like that was Brooks, but maybe I'm wrong. Hmm. Anyway. Yeah, he's probably one of my favorite non-Iowa wrestlers for sure. Yeah. I've always liked him. Yeah, I like him. And yeah, his, his matches are always very rare to get double digits. <laughs> Unless he's against a, like a lower tier guy. Yeah. Um, but that was a good duel, Northwestern OSU. I, uh, Northwestern always surprises me, man. They are uh, they're tough. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I mean, you're right, man. Caffey did wrestle Brooks three to two. Yeah. And it was like a nail biter. I mean, it came right down to. Yeah. Yeah. That was the COVID year. Yeah. Because Cam's so damn hard to score on. Yeah. Man, we got screwed out of a good NCAA tournament that oh, COVID year. Um, yeah. That Northwestern OSU, Oklahoma, or Ohio State duel uh, it was great, man. It was very low scoring, maybe the lowest scoring duel in history. I think every single match, like either went into overtime, was like one to one going into the third period. Yeah, I started watching. Um, what wait, were they at? I missed the first like three or four matches. I did see Heinzelman, D'Agostino, and a couple true don't, freshmen. Don't, don't tell me the Don't tell me who won that match because that's uh, last night. I fell asleep before I could see that match. Okay. Um. So I'm gonna go watch it when we're done here. Um. But 33 pound match was great. Did you? You didn't see that one either. Who was that? Mendez. Jesse Mendez and Cannon. Oh uh, yeah. no, I didn't see that. I'll have to go watch that too. Can I ruin it for you or no? Oh yeah, I already I already saw all the scores and stuff. Okay. 
Um, yeah, it was a good match. Uh, Cannon was winning three nothing, and Mendez came back and and was winning four to three. And uh, you know, Cannon gave up a, an escape at the very like ten with ten seconds left. Oh, I did. I did see on Twitter the uh, they went sudden victory, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then uh, Cannon got caught, kind of chasing him, and yeah, and uh, uh, Mendez ended up getting the the overtime win but but cannon get cannon is money dude like that guy doesn't have the greatest season but he always shows up at ncaa he's got seventh twice yeah he started really slow this year i thought it was kind of weird but yeah he i mean he's got some good wins and he's definitely gonna be a tough out for anybody yeah there's a lot of guys that do that i feel like um they don't they don't have the best um even back when i was wrestling that we had guys that weren't that good at the beginning of the year and then towards the end of the year they just kind of their mindset changed or something. But why I say his money is because even in that Mendez match that he just lost, I mean, there was one second left and he got away to put it into overtime. Um, and, you know, that could, that match could go either way uh, mm-hmm. going forward. Big tens is going to be nuts, dude. Yeah. Cause Mendez is probably a solid two seed at the big 10 right now. Cause his only loss is RBY. I, mean, I yeah. think he beat Lucas bird. Yeah, and watching that RBY, that's another duel we forgot to even mention. Um, uh, Penn State versus, uh, who did they wrestle on Friday night? Oklahoma State, or excuse me, Ohio State. That was a pretty good duel. It started out good. Yeah. Yeah. Karchula. Man, Carson Karchula is really good. We were talking about him a second ago, and then we got veered off. But um, I feel like he he just needs some more offense, man. And when he pulls the trigger, he he's good. Uh-huh. I mean, he 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 scores a lot uh, off his leg attacks, but he doesn't uh, he doesn't do it enough. Yeah. So he's another one of those guys. Uh, Patty Gallagher um, in that duel with uh, gosh dang it, I just watched it last night. My mind gets overloaded. Um, Northwestern. He had a he had his first. Feel like signature win of the season. He beat uh, Trump Chumbly. Chumbly, yeah, yeah. Chumbly beat him earlier in the year. Yeah, so, they've gone into overtime twice, and we yeah. we talked we talked a little bit about it last week. But I think Patty Gallagher, um, come NCAs, man, he might be one of those sleepers if you want to call him that. Um, he's been in a lot of he's lost a lot of matches lately, but they've all been could have gone either way. Mm-hmm. And I feel like old Patty's going to turn the corner. I feel like he's going to be one of those guys that, that. Yeah, and you know the NCAA tournament's right around uh, St. Patrick's Day, so big weekend for him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the luck of the Irish and all that shit. Um, yeah, I feel like Patty could end up doing well at NCAs because uh, I feel like he's right there. He just, uh, you know, I don't know. He's good though. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got way off track here. What was I talking about? I forgot. I totally forgot about that Penn State, Michigan, or Ohio State duel. It was pretty good. I did too. Um, I think probably because there's no upsets really. Um, so yeah, yeah. Haynes beat Patty pretty good. Oh yeah, that's somebody that I totally forgot to talk about. Kobe Seabricht. Um. I mean, I've always thought he was pretty good, but he just keeps getting better and better. And watching Levi Haynes beat the crap out of everybody he wrestles uh, makes me realize how freaking tough Kobe Seabricht is. You know, and we know Brayton Lee's not having the year he should have, but um, and I God, I hope he turns it around. I like Brayton Lee so much. Yeah. Um, 
but he's like five, four and eight or something like that. He's just yeah. not. He's not. And, and he was right there with Peyton Rob though, so you know he's still got it. Uh -huh. um, but anyway, um, but yeah, Kobe Siebrecht is uh, he's a tough dude. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'd I, love to see him play this year. I don't think it's going to happen, but I'm not going to count him out either. You know, who who's he getting ready to wrestle? He's got Will Luan this weekend. That's right. He's got a pretty Kobe tough, did. pretty tough schedule coming up. Yeah, Luan and then Gefeller next week. Oh, gee, Feller. <laughs> uh, so yeah, that was a pretty good duel. Um, I need to watch the last couple of matches. I think seventy four is when I fell asleep last night watching that duel. Um, do we want to start talking about Oklahoma State versus Michigan? Yeah. Or Oklahoma State, Missouri, too. I didn't get to see that duel. I didn't know where to find it, but you said it was great. I no, I didn't see it either. I just I like looking at the scores, man. Uh, you know, uh, Luke Server beat Rocky Elam, and then uh, no shit. Yeah, beat him five to four. <coughs> um, huh. Carter Young won again. Beat Alan Hart. Uh, he's looking really good now that we brought him up. John Smith must have had a conversation with him or something because the talent's always been there. Yeah. He's I think you're right, man, because he, he's he's doing really well right now. And, uh, yeah, Oklahoma State, they won, I think it was 17 to 16 or something like that. So Missouri's got a pretty tough squad. Um, Keegan O'Toole beat Wyatt Sheets. Don't tell, tell your boy that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, he, I don't think he's he's not old enough to understand the whole winning and losing thing. But um, yeah, how bad did he beat him? Um, did he major him? He might have majored him. Yeah, he probably did. Yeah, I, don't I am Keegan O'Toole. I'll <laughs> say that for a while. But Wyatt Sheets did beat Kelly Ripa's son on Friday night. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. I noticed she's one of the only people in the stands wearing a mask. I'm like, take that stupid thing off. Yeah, it's worthless. <laughs> it's worthless. I know you're in TV, so you have to pretend you. Whatever. Um, yeah. But at least they're wrestling fans. But take your stupid mask off. You look like an idiot. Uh, <laughs> did you end up watching Oklahoma State Michigan? I did watch that duel, and it was good. But I want to finish talking about the Missouri. Um, Oklahoma State duel. What else was good in that match? I'm trying to think of who else uh, wrestled. Carter Young beat Allen Hart, which is a good win. Um, who's at 49? Mahler. I think he. Oh, Gefeller versus. Uh... I'm blanking on Missouri's 157 guy. Gefeller won, though. He was ranked below him. Um, and your boy Doucette had a tough match. He lost to Elam, but it was close. I feel like he's... Uh, Doucette he's couldn't good, have lost to Elam because that's who Luke Server beat. Well, Elam has a brother that wrestles at heavyweight. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> you know, I, I feel like a dick that I'm not that I'm, that I'm I'm not more uh, up on who Missouri has because I'm from Kansas. They don't have a D1 program, and I should be, you know... And I am a Missouri fan, but I, I never get to see their duels, so... Yeah. I kind oh, of forget. Uh, 74, Mako beats uh, Dustin Plot. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Huh. I saw some clips of that match. Pretty good. Yeah, I, I want to see the whole duel. Yeah, that'd be nice. Micah likes to watch duels on the computer. 
Oh, yeah. feel, he feels like it's different or something. Want to watch match on your computer? I'm like, all right. <laughs> Little kids, dude, they're so funny. He's he's uh he's a lot of fun these days, man. He's he's getting he's always been cool. I've always loved him to pieces, but lately he's just uh he's a lot of fun, man. Yeah. Uh so yeah, let's go start talking about the battle at the ballpark. I couldn't tell how many fans were there. There weren't very many, it seemed like. Um that was like 10,000 less than the one last year. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but it was a good duel. Yeah. Yeah. You didn't get to watch any of it? No. Uh-uh. Well, it's on Rockfin. Oh, is it? Okay. I'll check it yeah. out. Yeah. I mean, it might not be there much longer, but it was good. Um, What's his name? Carter Young looked good in that match, too. He had to wrestle a backup. But, and that guy looked kind of dirty. I can't remember his name, but. He was doing some dirty shit. John Smith at one point, because Carter didn't get out in the third period. He was down. He was got ridden out. And John Smith goes, you better get out. You're going to get hurt. Because <laughs> <laughs> that guy was that guy was doing all kinds of dirty shit. Really? Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was, it was a good duel. And, and now that I'm talking about it, I'm totally blanking on who all wrestled in it. Uh, Doucette looked good in that one. He barely lost to... Uh, Mason Paris is five yeah. to three. Um, and then Dayton Fix pinned Ragason. Is yeah, this yeah? He first... needed to get bonus points for Oklahoma State to win the match, right? No, I don't think so. But he did. He did. He pinned him. He took him down and stuck him first period. Turned him over and, and pinned him. Is this Dayton's year, man? Is he finally going to win it? Man. I don't know. RBY is tough. I mean, yeah. I mean, if, I, if I, any, yeah, I can't. I can't pick against RBY. If anyone can can if anyone can beat Dayton Fix three times in a row, it, it's it's RBY. But mm-hmm. I don't know, man. I feel like I'm going to end up picking Dayton Fix and being wrong and. And I really like RBY, especially watching that flow documentary they did on him. Did you ever get to see it? No, I haven't seen it yet. Yeah, it's great. Um, it's great, and I'm a big RBY fan. And uh, and no matter who wins 133, I, I like both of those guys. I like Dayton Fix a lot. He seems like a super nice guy. And uh, everything wrestling is supposed to be about, you know, he just seems like a good dude. Um mm-hmm. So I'm not going to be disappointed no matter who wins, but I think I might end up picking Dayton Fix, dude. I mean, nobody wants it more, you know, than mm-hmm. than him. And I don't know. I don't know. We'll see what happens. It'll be interesting. Be a good. Uh... But overall, the duel was good. I cannot think of who the hell wrestled though, Kurt. Well, I mean, Michigan had a lot of backups. It seemed like 49. I think they had a backup. Uh, 41, they had a backup. 41, 25. Who's 25? Oklahoma State had a backup. Oh, yeah. Um, well, Whitcraft. What's going on there? Did Master Giovanni get hurt? Because Whitcraft cut down from 33 to 25. He must have, yeah. He, he hasn't been having a very solid year either. But, Who? Uh, Whitcraft? No. Oh, Mas- Master Giovanni? Yeah. Um, so I don't know if he's hurt or if they benched him too. I don't know. Uh, I don't know. I said benched him too. They didn't bench anyone else, but um, yeah, no, they, were, they were they were flirting with the idea of uh, of using 
Teague Brooks instead of uh, Carter Young, which is probably what lit a fire under his ass. Yeah. So maybe that's why you said that. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Um, um, but yeah, Michigan's guy, he stuck him. I think it, I want to say it was an overtime, but it was one of those, it was a great match. Um, and Whit, Reese Whitcraft is pretty damn good. I could see him being a, a bracket buster at NCAAs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's got some good stuff. And that was it his seems first. like he's been at Oklahoma State for a long time. Uh, I feel like last year was his first year. He made it, or he made it into. Yeah, you're right because he made it to the NCAs, the COVID year, um, and then he probably redshirted or something. But that COVID year so screwed up so much stuff, dude. Mm-hmm. Such bullshit that some guys got three years and other guys got five. They're just like yeah. this year's just this year's just for practice, you know. Mm-hmm. You'll be an All-American. You'll be an NCAA champ. But this year's just, you know, what about yeah. us? Screw you guys. <laughs> Colin Moore, Luke Pletcher. Hey, can we? No, sorry. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, what's going to happen this weekend with uh, – I feel like us talking about the Oklahoma State-Michigan duel was the most anticlimactic thing ever because neither, neither one of us there, – I mean, there, there weren't any, like, big marquee matchups, really, that there should have been between – Will Luan and Caden Gefeller was a very exciting low scoring match. Oh yeah. Who yeah. won that one? Well, who do you think? Will Luan, dude, the king of overtime. Yeah. That guy that guy goes into overtime more than he doesn't. Every match going going in third period is one to one. He is a great nine minute wrestler. Yeah. <laughs> he really is. Because he doesn't do anything, so he's not tired. He's like, yeah. over overtime's my friend. And he's got a good double leg when he chooses to use it. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, Luan's tough. But, yeah, he beat Gefeller in a really tight one. Um, there's a YouTube documentary. I think it's kind of old, but speaking of Oklahoma State, I sent you that one today, and I've only gotten to watch half of it. But it's really good talking about the history of Oklahoma State and all that. And it's only got like a thousand and a half – 1.5 thousand views. Um, yeah, and there's no comments on there or anything. And it's great. I mean, it's, it's a awesome. really it's a really good documentary. Um, so I've got it right in front of me. The House That Ed Built, The History of OSU Wrestling. Go check yeah. that out, wrestling fans. It's on YouTube, and uh, it's like 55 minutes long. But so far, I mean, I can't wait to finish it when I get off the phone call here with you. It's a really good really good documentary and the history of it. And, and, you know, people forget, I think, because it's been a while, but Oklahoma state is by far the winningest college wrestling program in history. Mm-hmm. Uh, and people forget about Ed Gallagher, what a um, trailblazer he was and, and all of them, you know, Chesbro and Roderick and. Yeah. Uh, I would love to go to a duel there. That'd be fun. I want to get Leroy Smith on my podcast. That'd be cool. Yeah. I would love to talk to the older brother, John. You know, I mean, they were all great. Yeah. Um, so I would talk to him about his career as well. But I would love to be like, I almost got Mark on the podcast, and then a couple things happened, and we weren't able to do it. But I want to ask people. I want to ask John's brothers. Like, did you know that he was going to be? You know, what he turned out to be was he just like this? Because he's quite a quite a bit older than him, so I'm sure he just mm-hmm. beat the crap out of him when he was younger. But uh, and they were like the same size and everything. Um, yeah, I bet I could get him on the podcast. He's like the head guy at the Hall of Fame. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we went to the Hall of Fame a few years ago. That was fun. Yeah, we should do that again sometime. We should. Um, but, yeah, let's it's do great. It, let's check- do it this year. Let's get booked in Tulsa together. 
or Oklahoma, somewhere. Where did Tulsa. we go? To, where did we go to see it at Tulsa? We we're in Tulsa. It's closer. We're, yeah, you were working in Tulsa. I was living in Tulsa at the time. Okay. Um, but yeah, check that out if you're a wrestling fan. And what are the upcoming key matchups this this weekend, Curtis? Oh, let's see here. We've got. <clears throat> Excuse me. Every time I wear this hat, by the end of it, my hair is like hurting my head. Like, oh, it's right, like pulling let, it. Yeah, I'm like, let's end this podcast. My freaking head hurts. Yeah, you're gonna be bald. Um, Cassiope yeah, versus Paris is gonna be good for Paris, probably. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, poor know. Cassiope. He's probably never gonna win a national title, huh? Yeah, probably not. Yeah. Damn it. I hope he does, but um. Oh man, this one's probably my favorite match of the week is going to be Bryce Andonian versus Austin O'Connor. Oh yeah. I just want to see if if Andonian beats him, he's going to be my pick to win 157. Yeah. 157 is going to be a good weight class too at NCAAs. Yeah. Yeah, like you said, with Brayton Lee and Patty Gallagher are going to be pretty low seeds. Uh, So someone's going to have to wrestle them in the first round that are, you know, seated fairly high. And that's, yeah. uh, that sucks. <laughs> we didn't talk about this and I meant to earlier is 41, the weakest weight class in the country. I feel like it is man. Um, Cause I not mean, to not, not to knock Tal Shahar from Northwestern, but he's ranked eighth and yeah. And Schwartz is seventh. I feel um, like in years past, he would be lucky to be a top 15 guy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. There's not a lot of firepower there, huh? Um I mean, you got uh, Real and you got Cole Matthews and uh Eli Rez is good and But Matthews can lose he's already lost to some you know, he lost to Jordan Titus who beat Casey Swiderski this weekend, but so you know Matthews can lose to some lower tier guys. Um God, what's going on with Swiderski? I know he's a true freshman, but he's just getting beat everywhere now. Yeah, I don't know what's going on there. He's not even ranked right now. Really? <laughs> yeah. I mean, he gave Real Woods all he could handle, and now he's not even ranked. <laughs> yeah, isn't that crazy? Yeah. After that match, it's like, man, he might be a title contender now. It's like he might not even qualify. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I like Swiderski. I like the fact that he almost got in a fight with RBY, and he just has a good – hes or not RBY, uh, Real Woods. He's got a good look to him. He's got that mullet, and he just looks like a mean bastard. And Yeah. And he beat the crap. Remember that Remember that Rockfin duel that uh, Snyder and Cox wrestled and mm-hmm. uh, Swiderski and Mendez wrestled on the undercard or whatever yeah, you call it? Ass. Mm-hmm. That was like the longest duel in history, man. I mean, they that, that thing was too long. I mean, I love wrestling, and I was like, Jesus Christ, come on, yeah. it's Cox and Snyder. It was like six hours or something crazy. Yeah. Like, they were like, they and tried now... to make it like a WrestleMania event or something. They're like, and now from the middle school, I'm like, come on, it's enough. <laughs> uh, but yeah, Swiderski beat the crap out of Mendez in that thing. Mm-hmm. And and they were talking at the beginning of the year about how tough he was, and, and, and not to knock him, he's obviously told, still very tough, but and he's a true freshman, but I hope he gets it figured out, man. I would love to see him uh, do well, but he has been losing a lot lately. Yeah, it's uh, it's crazy. I don't I don't remember who they've got coming up, but I think he's still got to wrestle. Shit, they wrestle Illinois, so he's got to wrestle Pacino, who's pretty tough. Then um, I know they wrestle Missouri, so he's got to wrestle Allen Hart. So he might end up with a losing record yeah. if he doesn't turn it around. 
Maybe John yeah. Smith needs to talk to him. <laughs> yeah. John Smith's an intimidating dude, man. He is, man. I don't I really know like that him, I, though. Yeah, of course. But I don't I don't know that I could have wrestled for him. I would have been like I just would have felt like a, I was screwing up all the time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that, documa- that-, that documentary, uh, I know you haven't seen this part. I texted you uh he was talking about AJ Ferrari and talking about how he's really matured off the mat. I was like <laughs> when was this filmed <laughs> is he done is he done aj uh, i have no idea i i think he's going to court soon so i guess we'll find out and like he's got like two younger brothers one of them was supposed to enroll at oklahoma state this year he got in some trouble too so i don't know what happened with him and then i know i was recruiting their younger brother and uh i don't know I would love to know if John Smith could still beat the crap out of most people. Like yeah. young, like young dudes, if he could still put it on them. Cause he's, how, sta- old is, he's how old is he? I mean, he's yeah. pushing, he's, he retired in 88 at 27. So he's gotta be pushing 60. Yeah. You know, but he stayed in pretty good shape and, you know, he's always been super flexible and he's, you know, he's talked about his diet and how he still eats good and all that. I mean, he's obviously aged, but just for, I always wonder that stuff, like how good would these guys still do? And Mm -hmm. I always remember Flo talking about how Terry Brands beat the crap out of Marinelli just a few years ago. Mm -hmm. You know, they were wrestling and he was just, I mean, you know, you get to that world level, man. You're just on a different. Just molly whopping him. Yeah. Yeah, I remember reading, hearing about that. Uh, Pyle's talking about it. Um, so yeah, I was just, I, I always think of that. Speaking of Ferrari, I remember that. Did you ever see that clip where Ferrari's talking to John Smith? He's like acting like a jackass. He's like talking like he's Clubber Lang from Rocky Three, and he's like, "I want you, Balboa," and he points at John Smith, and John Smith goes, "You don't want none of me." <laughs> <laughs> and the guy's sixty, talking shit to a two hundred pound badass. Um, yeah. So I'm like, could he still? And, and a few years ago, he was talking to some, there was some woman interviewing him, and I don't think she realized how that John Smith was like Michael Jordan of USA Wrestling. And uh, she was like, what does your team need to do to turn around? He's like, well, I, I can't wrestle for them. If I could, they'd never lose. And she just, she, it just, it just went over her head. Like, okay. yeah. You know, um, where I feel like if somebody knew who John Smith was, they would have been like, they would have laughed at that, you know, like, mm-hmm. yeah, you're the shit we know, you know, but she just kind of like, wow, that was weird. Um, <laughs> <laughs> who's this little old guy talking shit about these college kids? <laughs> and he never looked like much physically, you know, Yeah. Um, but man, what a monster. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, let's close it out. Curtis, um, upcoming key matchups besides those two, you got anything else you're looking forward to? Um, Cole Matthews versus Ryan Jack should be pretty good. I'm looking forward to Patrick Kennedy versus Cam Amin. Let's see if Kennedy can knock him off. That Friday um, or Sunday? Um, what's today? I think it's Friday. The tenth? Is that Friday? I think probably. So. Yes, yes, it is. Yeah, because they wrestle Michigan Friday, and then Oklahoma State is next Sunday. Do you think Cam Amin um, will wrestle though? I know he was he didn't wrestle in that duel and that's right. He hurt his ankle pretty bad. I bet they don't wrestle. Yeah. Yeah. I, I bet they don't wrestle. wrestle Billy Ripa's kid. 
I bet I bet they don't wrestle, but if they do, I bet um, I bet Kennedy beats him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would, yeah, I would pick Kennedy just because he's he's looked really good lately. Yeah. Um. Uh, Marcus Coleman versus Kekaisen, I think, will be pretty good. Oh yeah, that should be a decent duel. Iowa State versus Northern Iowa. Yeah. You know. Uh, both head coaches at Iowa and Northern Iowa both hate Kevin Dresser because he's kind of a punk. So we'll see how that plays out this week. You don't like Kevin Dresser? I don't mind. I think he's kind of funny, but uh, the head coaches at Iowa and Northern Iowa sure don't. <laughs> yeah. I like Kevin Dresser. I like Kevin yeah. Dresser. He's a good yeah, dude. He's all right. Yeah, I mean, I would. I I think he seems. He just seems like a good coach. He seems like somebody I could wrestle for. Yeah, yeah. Iowa State's uh, seems like they're trending in the right direction with him as the coach. Yeah, they're ranked third in the country. Yeah, yeah. Who's ranked like twenty fifth? That I was shocked by. I was like, man, I can't believe they're that low. Twenty fifth. I I don't. I'm throwing a number out there, but it was low. Oh. It was low on a team that normally is not that low. Hmm. So anyway, Are you Minnesota it might be Minnesota. I don't know. I don't have the rankings in front of me. Oh, I do. But yeah, we're almost at an hour, and I think we've exhausted everything worth talking about. So uh, yeah, just uh, send a shout out to our boy, uh, boy Daryl Whitmer. Thanks for uh, thanks for tuning in. There's probably like Daryl Whit twenty Daryl Whitmers throughout the country, and <clears throat> oh yeah. Yeah, but there's only one with a ripped off sleeves. Uh, Penn yeah, State fan written for Penn his, State has his profile picture. I bet he yells at the TV. We are. <laughs> He's got his Bud Light in one hand. We are. Penn State. Yeah, take it easy, Daryl. We know you didn't go there. What <laughs> <laughs> the state pen? <laughs> uh see more brilliant comedy like that on the 17th and 18th of february at hyenas go to hyenas and get some tickets to see me and kurt kurt will be featuring i'll be headlining and uh i don't know who's emceeing but somebody great i would imagine yeah uh, it's a really good club so if you're in the area come check us out and see how funny we are and uh if you've seen us on the podcast make sure you let us know so without any further ado, we're going to get out of here. God bless all of you, and uh, bye, Kurt. Bye, Tim. Bye, everybody. Bye, Daryl. All right. <laughs> uh, all right. We love you, Daryl, wherever you're at, buddy. Um, thanks for tuning in, everybody. I hope you guys enjoy that. hope you have a good uh, weekend watching some wrestling. And uh, without any further ado, make sure you go to Making It Happen, M-A-C-A-N, It Happen. Help out little Bo Making and his family and make sure you come see Kurt and I and follow us on Twitter at stop stalling pod. And that is it. God bless all of you. Thanks for tuning in and take care. Goodbye.